0: Hello and welcome to episode three of the Milwaukee Logic Podcast. We're here with Ben again. Hello. Not Ben again, but Ben, not Steve Holt. And also Brian Ratzloff.
1: Hi.
0: Hello, Brian. Brian is going to function as our resident Packers expert, mainly draft expert, since um, Ben and I have not been super up on the Packers offseason.
2: Yeah, I followed it. <laughs> Sorry, Enough,
0: yeah. So we're going to talk about some of the new players, the draft picks, um, some of the roster moves. Maybe we'll touch on the Al Jazeera America accusations and what's going to happen to Clay, or which, if anything. It's all,
1: it's all nonsense.
0: We're going to pick uh, who we think is going to be our, who's going to make the cuts. We're going to take a look at the Packers schedule and we're going to pick some division winners.
2: I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, we'll kind of move through the rest of this pretty quickly. So, uh, one thing that we kinda was of, we were talking before we started this a little bit, we were talking about how many wide receivers the Packers are probably gonna keep.
1: We're just going we're just going straight into this, huh? Oh yeah. yeah, right, absolutely. Of yeah. No, we're not gonna <laughs> mess around here. Okay, fair enough. I mean So what would we have last year? Six or seven? No, it's five. Five It's never kept more than five. I would be shocked if we keep I mean there there out. was more than six or seven that made debuts throughout the season. Yeah. But, well, let's just go through them. We got obviously Jordy's back. Cobb. Well,
2: no. Adams. Jordy's well, not back yet. his knee,
1: but. he's on the pup list. Yeah, but he's gonna. Okay, be back.
0: right now, but we're talking like who's gonna make, who's gonna be on opening day, who's gonna be starter opening day. I don't think there's any way that Jordy is not gonna be ready by opening day.
1: You you just hope. I mean they they're they're keeping they're keeping uh, it hush hush like they do with all injuries, so it's hard to say whether or not he's. Uh, <coughs> He's more hurt than they're saying he is. I think it's
0: important to note that he's a 31-year-old player now. Yes. So, a convenient injury. Unfortunately, this is a major injury, but any injury is an excuse to, like, not expose your player to a lot of damage in the preseason. Like, Marshall Falk got out of the preseason, like, every year with the Rams. I don't think he played a preseason game there after like the first year.
1: And I think it is. I mean, if for a reason you live under a rock and we're your only source of Packers news, it is, a, is a, it is important to note that the knee injury to Jordy is on the other knee. It's yeah. not the surgically reconstructed ACL that he had done. At oh, the, really? So yeah, it was He annoying. tweaked his other knee. Now, they're saying tweaked, but tweaked can mean anything, as we he all You seem to think that there
2: was nothing to be concerned about, yeah. which obviously is what he'd say. By the way, whenever people start saying, like, man, he's 31 now, like, he's getting old, as I get older, that hurts more and more every year. (laughs) It's just, like, 31, and he's, like, on the other side of the bad time of his career. Keep in
1: mind, though, he missed an entire year of action. I mean, look at at how young and spry Ricky Williams was. Well, one year, he was a 23-year-old
0: rookie coming into the NFL. He didn't get a ton of volume
2: his first couple of years. He wasn't getting a massive amount of hits right away. All I can say is those ACL injuries are not what they used to be. Obviously, it's different case by case. But, I mean, the surgeries they do now, people come back from that shit stronger sometimes. It's like Tommy John surgery sometimes where it's like they almost can make it better than it was before. Well, I mean, it's, look it's, at what Adrian Peterson did the year after. Yeah, the 18th knee. It's
1: different for everybody, though. I mean, for Adrian sure. Peterson is a freak. That's true. Um,
0: and being really good drugs. I mean, getting really good true. drugs. Obviously I don't I don't believe for a second that he was doing that naturally. Oh AP? No. <laughs> he was on all kinds of stuff. So talking about okay. So Brian, you're convinced they're gonna keep five wide receivers. So that's gonna be what? Jordy, Cobb, if Adams, makes it off the Ty Puppets. Montgomery, and Janice. That's your five. I and mean, if
1: Ty Montgomery makes it off the public. He is also on the Well what's it what's wrong with okay, what's
0: wrong with uh, with uh, Montgomery? His
1: ankle from last year.
0: So his ankle is flared up, huh?
1: Apparently, though, I think uh, I was mistaken originally, and I looked it up. He did he did have the ankle um, surgically repaired, so that gives me a little bit more hope that it's just it's just that. Because I know last year he tried rehabbing it throughout the season to come back, and um, everything I read about it was oh it, it never felt the same, it never felt the same, and then they completely shut him down for the year. Because remember he came back, he was in a couple games. Is terrible. Or, he or he didn't do anything.
0: Um, so, so we're kind of talking about the wide receiver position last year um, and kind of how Randall Cobb basically was unable to function as a number one. He's yeah, not, he didn't have Jordy. I think he can be a number one if your number two or at least your number three is like a burner, like a stretch the field guy, so like a guy be, who's big and fast and can stretch out the defense. So what you're
1: saying is he could be a number one playing from the slot if that's where you want your number one. You can have
0: him on the outside, but you need someone, you need one other guy who's going to stretch out the
1: defense. Like, like,
2: you're just saying he can't do it by himself. He's not that special of a guy where he's not like a Kelvin Johnson or a yeah. Now let's
1: go back for a second. Can we all agree no, we're not going that that Randall Cobb operates best from the slot. That's yeah. his best. Well, yeah, he's position. a small guy who's mainly on
0: quickness, but he doesn't have So
1: why do you want to play
0: him on the outside? Okay, fine, but you can be your <laughs> best, you can be he can even be your team's best receiver and play mostly from the slot. That's true. There's no That's reason
2: fair. you can't do that. If health is good this year, if Jordy's knee remains good, if Everyone's healthy. We have a pretty scary receiving core, I would think. I mean, Jordy is year by year, like, much more amazing than people give him credit for. Oh, yeah, he's the guy. Cobb is an amazing number two. I think Devontae bounces back a little bit this year. We have to to
1: pray and hope that he does because he's shown flashes. Yeah.
2: Just one more year, you know, experience and all that stuff, and then who knows what if Janis will become something.
1: The, the Jeff Janice hype train is yeah. I was ready. To leave I just want to, to hear
0: Joe out. Buck yelling Janice <laughs> yes! as many times as possible. <laughs>
1: That's all I care
2: about. <laughs> When's, When's losses forget. it I
1: I I'm not sure. I think I think one way or another, he won't be. He either won't be because he's so injury prone. And B, he won't be because there's too much talent elsewhere on the roster that they can't keep him. That would be keeping now, six receivers. Now, the reason why, well, unless there's injuries, which oh, yeah. are very possible considering you got two guys that aren't even practicing yet. Um, the thing about Abby is that everybody in Wisconsin is so much more endeared to him because he played for the Badgers. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. And that's I mean, and that's fair.
0: Ted Thompson is not going to give two rips about Warner. No, he's
1: not going to. But Rodgers has made it has made it clear that he likes Averarias on he's many like, more occasions than he's said. I mean before. that's fine, so but he's he does some good
2: plays. I mean, like hey, uh, from the little you've seen him or whatever. I don't, I don't know.
1: But he does two things well and you know what he doesn't have as far as athleticism or or the size or the strength or the speed, as the other guys have. He does two things very well. All the hard. critical things. for. He's a very assignment-sure. He, and by that, he runs good routes. And, B, he catches the football.
0: I mean, that's great. He's not very fast, and he gets hurt a lot. And he's not real strong. Well, and he's not real quick.
1: Well, what else did Wes Welker do?
0: He was strong.
2: And he is quick. So, like, he's not, like, a down-the-field burner, but he's quick. Is it... Is it is it really fair to say that he's like injury he's okay. prone? I mean, he had that one, he had the season-ending endi- ah, ending injury, and then got like a tweak on another one. But I mean, it doesn't mean he's going to be hurt all the time. That just happens in football.
1: Pretty much his first catch of the season last year, he landed funny and missed several games. I know, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> that, that that could be flukish. That doesn't
2: mean like it's like a reoccurring thing. They've been different injuries.
1: I mean, yeah, but. I don't know, he hasn't he hasn't proven otherwise yet that he's not. Injured.
2: Oh, I'm not saying he's not injury prone. I just think it's a little early to be labeling him as injury prone.
0: Yeah, and people with bad credit ratings could just have randomly made bad decisions. I don't know. Yeah, just that's. I mean, that it's early, but <laughs> like when you're when you're a young football player who was drafted late, like you don't have many opportunities. No, that's true. you are also
1: talking about a wide receiver that has a good chance of not playing out his rookie contract. So how, how how long do we have until we can label him as injury prone? So but I digress. No, I think he better. is at
0: best the sixth, if not the seventh best receiver on the roster.
1: Well, you well. That means you're putting the rookie in front of him, which if we don't like know. Seven. We don't know. We don't know anything about this. Rookie if he's yet. the seventh guy, um, Trevor Davis, I believe, without looking, he's out of Cal. You have it there, don't you? The rookies. The it fifth out. round. The, f- the fifth round pick out of. Yeah, Cal. Not a Cal. Yeah, he's he's supposed to be another burner. Um, well, see, I, I've been I've been thinking to myself since you know I've started having the debate in my mind about because training camp rolling around, you start thinking about how many positions they're gonna keep. But I've thought for sure that fifth round wide receiver, he'll end up getting stashed in the practice squad. But apparently, he came out of the gates hot today and caught a bunch of caught a bunch of bombs in practice today. So there's a chance maybe he outplays that and they can't stash him on the practice squad he and makes, he makes the roster, but... That also remains to be seen. That's all I really know about him.
2: Well, you know, sometimes these are good problems to
1: have. If you have if you ever, you know, tough well, time picking
2: five receivers, that means you have a bunch of good receivers and that means you're going to have a good squad. Well,
1: then you think to yourself, well, what if, what if the Ted Thompson, you know, ultimate, ultimate... Roster problem does happen. All all these wide receivers, all these seven, all all have excellent camps. Ty Montgomery, and Jordy, come off the the physically unable to perform list, and just and just are are phenomenal. And so they've got seven wide receivers that are worth keeping. Do they really keep seven?
0: And then in that case, I think you see how badly. Detroit wants to keep all of their draft picks because <laughs> you know for a fact that if you have a player that's they, worth they just making their roster Bolden they'd love there. to have them.
1: they just signed Anquan yeah, Bolden today so. So they, you know they might not no Anquan Bolden this past his prime he's, he's, past past I like, he's else. one of those good
2: locker room guys don't man? I like Anquan
0: well they had to like, sign a lot of the old folks home I mean it's going to be rough Oh, he's 36, like
1: wow, he's 36.
0: He's 36. statistically that puts you, I mean, unless you're Jerry Rice <laughs> and only Jerry Rice was Jerry Rice, you're done at 36. Even Randy Moss was done by the time he was what 34.
1: Hey, he'll catch he'll catch some balls for Detroit
0: if he makes the team. <laughs> um, so, okay, wide receiver, it all depends if Jordy Nelson is healthy. Ty Montgomery is another, like, decent-sized receiver who can stretch the field and seems to have talent. If those guys are healthy, then our smaller, quick guys, I think, can be okay. Otherwise, we I, I think, I think are screwed.
1: I think Janice is the, the one While well, you can technically call him a wild card just because you're never sure with, with what you get from him. I think he's ahead of the other guys, just based on his postseason performance of last year and the and the potential that he still has. Because he caught a couple of bombs. But the, ahead of what other guys? Devontae Adams? No, he's not ahead of Devontae. Or ahead of Abergaris. I've heard people throw that around, that Janis is better than Devontae Adams. That's just not true. I could see him
2: making that leap this year. He's ahead of,
1: he's ahead of Abby, he's ahead of the rookie, and he's ahead of, uh, is there another guy I'm forgetting about? Montgomery, I, yeah. Or no, no, He's not ahead of Montgomery. No, he's You're not. dreaming. No, I'm I'm, I'm not if they're think, both healthy. I'm trying to think out loud here. But um I think uh he has more of a chance than Everett Harris to make the roster for sure, just based on his physical tools.
0: Alright, well moving on to tight end then. Um they didn't really get a stud, which is a little bit disappointing. I like to pick up.
2: I like
1: the pick up. You like that? There's, there's a lot of I, potential there. Which I thinking. feel like he's one of those
2: guys, is the ultimate Ted Thompson thing, where it's not a it's not a big gamble financially. He has a lot of motivation, obviously, to if he wants to get a, another uh, big contract, he's got to prove himself. And physically, he's a stud. I know he can't catch the ball or shit, but like he's had <laughs> Rams throwing him the fucking ball. I mean, I'm just I'm curious to see the difference. You know what Aaron Rodgers can turn receivers into.
1: Well, there was um I was I was watching this today there was a replay of the week 1 game with the Rams and the Seahawks on and he they, somehow he was getting wide open on like multiple plays against the Seahawks and then and then whoever the quarterback was I think it was uh it oh. was Foles yeah. Would just throw these awful passes and, like he would catch them mm-hmm. but like he they weren't he wasn't he was leading them out of bounds and
2: But this is the, this is what I'm saying like what does the difference between Nick Foles and Aaron Rodgers do to someone trying to catch the ball? Like, I feel like a physical specimen like Jared Cook, and there is a crazy high highlight reel of his drops. Like, apparently he's yeah. just got stone hands. But, I just think that there's... We had a
0: lot of years with Jermichael Finley. Yeah, so yeah. Rodgers oh, are used to it, exactly.
2: I'm just saying, there is, like he's one of those players that could have been picked off the scrapheats, and he could be really good not saying he's going to be, but I think that he'll at least be decent. Another player worth more. Well, the thing
0: is, what else? Do we, we don't have any other good tight ends. Like You almost started. Dick Rad and comes from What? You got Dick Rod. Richard Rodgers. <laughs> Dick Rod. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I've never... I, I almost... I feel kind of dirty, but it also feels kind of good. I don't know. the Rodgers, baby? But he's so he's, slow. He's,
1: he's dropped weight, though, coming into training camp. I think he... They said he weighed in at like two... I can't remember, but he lost weight. Yeah. If
2: if anything, though, I think Jared Cook could make him better too. You know what I mean?
1: Which I don't know why. I don't know why he didn't. Why he bulked up coming to the pros to begin with? Because as we've seen, it it never helped his blocking. He's always been a terrible (laughs) blocker. Well, we'll
0: see if he's got more quickness. Then, like, uh, tight end is not really a position where you got to blaze down the field, but you definitely have to have the cutting quickness. To get at least a little bit of separation from your man. Well that's
1: what Cook is. He's the guy that's gonna that's gonna run down the seam and and open up the middle of the field for sure. That's exactly what he's gonna do for you. But another thing worth noting, he's opening up training camp on the physically unable to perform list. Worth noting. Do we know do we know what's wrong with him? He had a procedure done on his ankle. During uh, I think it was even before they opened up OTAs so he's he hasn't done anything for them yet.
2: So we do have um, we have six people on the PUP list. Six, yes. Yeah, so, um, McCarthy said that he's not worried about. He's him. not
1: worried about him, but of course Mark. Yeah, it's a coaching always, guy. He always says that. Which why should he? Why should he say anything else? But no, Cook. It's for a procedure that they did to quote I think it was like clean up his ankle. So. Just a scope there's if there's a guy that I'm worried about. The least it's it's Cook, as far as making it off that list. He's he's a veteran. I mean, does he? They brought other, him in to me. Other than other than getting um, getting in into catching passes from Rogers and getting that chemistry down with him. Is there anything else that you're really worried about with him?
0: So what about these other guys? We got we did we draft Kennard Backman. Bachman, Bachman, Bachman. I
1: believe he was either a late-round draft pick or a undrafted free agent.
0: Well, he was drafted in the sixth round. I'm just not. I'm just asking if he was drafted this year or... If last he, year. Okay, last year. He was on the he roster. To, we'll he was on the roster
1: him. last year. He's just another one of those project tight ends that Ted Thompson does bring in with athleticism that he thinks he can turn into something. And to date, none of them have worked out.
0: And then they got some undrafted guys that I've never heard of Justin Perillo Casey oh, Perillo that's fa-
2: that's, fat,
1: that's fat white number 80 hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> Perillo was the ultimate
2: guy last year where every now and again he'd catch, he'd catch the ball and everybody would be watching the game and be like who the fuck is that he was like Spencer oh, H- he was like yeah. Spencer, he
1: was like Spencer Havner was a few years ago remember Spencer yes, Havner Spencer, yeah. he wore he wore like a like number 46 yep. he was our starting tight
2: end yeah just the random white guy <laughs> didn't he have really, yeah, he had really long hair too right Perillo does yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, big fat white number eighty. Yeah, he
2: looked like, you know, Clay Matthews just what like lost, just, like he, broke up with his girlfriend, and just started eating a lot or something.
1: He was an undrafted guy last year and actually played some meaningful snaps last year.
2: So pretty much we're
0: the tight end position. We're banking on Richard Rodgers is going to be faster this year, and Jared Cook is going to be a serviceable guy because I'm noticing that not on the roster is God's gift.
1: Yeah, no, he, he's no longer with the team.
2: I, I mean, think this is gone. The tight ends are, you know, look it's not anything to write home
1: about, but they're good enough. They'll keep a third guy. It's either gonna be if Backman actually does anything and Perlow who they've got tape of from last year that actually played some
0: snaps They have tape of. That's I mean that's exciting. That's <laughs> super exciting. Um, offensive line, everyone is back. Uh, TJ Lang and Corey Lindsley are on the pup. On the pup.
1: I believe, anything, Lin- anything? I believe Lindsay was a was a hamstring. I don't know if that actually happened. He, I think he missed all of the off season program. So he's got a hamstring, and then Lang had some off season surgery to. We got some high hopes for the o line this year.
0: <clears throat> well, I mean, when they were healthy, they're like when it they comes to pass
2: protecting. Two years ago, they were like the second best line in the league. Obviously there's a bunch of injuries and stuff last year, but and possibly the best in pass protection. Yeah.
1: They uh, they spent a high draft pick on uh Jason Spriggs. Jason Spriggs out of the Indiana. Tackle. Second round pick out of Indiana, he used their left tackle and um I just watched a good amount of the, the Indiana Michigan game that went into like triple overtime and now that I know the Packers had Spriggs, I was keeping an eye on him and he's a he's a He's a stout left tackler, at least he was for Indiana, so... I do remember
2: watching the draft and a lot of people thinking that we got to seal with him.
1: I think, uh, if, if if anything, uh, it gives you an insurance policy if they decide not to pay Bakhtiari. I think next year Bakhtiari hits the open market, and then, well, um, Bulaga's just been injury-prone and been been pretty okay. It was just a classic Ted draft thing where he's he's
2: not only looking for this year but he's also looking like what what contracts are coming up you know like Getting someone some experience so he doesn't have to overpay and because hope, they're down a position or something like
1: that. And hopefully, when a when a tackle goes down this year, because they always go down at some point. Yeah. And, um, they don't. They don't bring it. Hopefully, the, the days of seeing Don Barclay come in hey. to <laughs> to hey. play on the line are over. Don Barclay is my guy. Oh, he's he's a guy that will go in there and, and take up space. That's for sure. He's a big guy. There was an interview with uh, Rodgers last week. And
2: Uh, it was on the Bill Simmons show or whatever, and they asked him if he'd rather have an A-line and uh, D-plus receivers or a D-plus line and A-minus receivers, and he said A-line all day.
1: Oh, yeah, he doesn't want to get beat up the entire game. Yeah. Which is perfectly reasonable. But I think
2: think that the the point of what he was saying was that he can, and he even kind of alluded to this, is that he can turn any D-receiver into a B-receiver just by if he has time. Yeah, I think he's kind of I think he's gotten a lot of receivers paid. Is kind of what I'm.
1: saying. Oh yeah, he he has for sure. Look at look at Greg Jennings. Yeah, was Greg Jennings <laughs> ever
0: that good, or was there a big Aaron you know, Rodgers effect there?
1: I think he. I mean, he was good enough. He. I think he was good. He he's another guy that was very technically sound, but he also had a lot of athleticism going for him early in his career. I mean, remember remember that uh, that overtime bomb uh, against Denver. It was, it was from Favre to, to Jennings, the first play so, of the time. And he you just, actually, just ran past you, just, and
0: over. You, you watched that in my apartment when I lived on the side. That's Southside. right. Yep,
1: I do remember and,
0: that. And Paul was over. We watched that game. And we all, like, everybody jumped out of their seats <laughs> at the same time. Like,
1: yeah! I remember
0: that game out because earlier in the game, during maybe the second quarter, there was a bomb to uh, James, 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 James Jones. James Jones. I and he was... Awesome a rookie I believe I think think so and he took that and then Greg Jennings the other one was to Greg Jennings yeah that was a that was a really fun game so offensive line not much to report all the starters are back Uh, Ted Thompson added some good quality depth it looks like we'll see how that pans out well I
1: think that's where one of the extra roster spots are going to go is offensive line that you're going to gain well how many offensive linemen do you keep eight without being able to read your list from here I mean, I think it's going to be the same list of guys that they had last year. Matt Rothram was a guy I think they tried to stash last year on the practice squad, and they're going to have to keep him around because they're trying to. He's a project that they're trying to that they're trying to bank on. But I think I think eight's a good number. It'll be it'll be at least one or two more than last year. I can I can tell you that right now. And all right, uh, moving
0: on. Quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, I don't think we need to. Uh,
1: I think Aaron Rodgers' roster spot is safe. I think he's uh, pretty good. Year. I think he might be something. Might be something? <laughs> yeah, give the kid
2: some years.
0: I think uh, he might want to give some advice to our, our buddy south of the border. Oh, Jay? Smoke and Jay Cutler? Smoke and Jay Cutler, yeah. absolutely. Uh, probably my favorite thing about Aaron Rodgers, aside from the touchdowns <laughs> and the, the <laughs> touchdown and interception ratio, um, is probably... So, yeah, I mean, like, my favorite thing, like, obviously, like, when he pulls out, like, the cigarette and he was, like, doing the smoking Jay he's making fun of Jay Cutler. Was that against the Bears, too? It was against <laughs> the Bears. I mean, that's just great. Or when he's caught call- like, he's going up to the lines like, New York Bozo, New York yeah, Bozo. Yeah, yeah. And the oh, other yeah. team's like, what is that? What is that? And then later on, I think it was what, Josh Sitton was like, Yeah, it's not anything. Like, he just was yelling that, and then he's making fun of Eli. I've heard a lot of And it had nothing to do with anything. Yeah.
2: I've heard a lot of interviews where people on other teams hate playing against him because they just, like... I think he gets in his head with, like, the smiling and joking and, like, being so cool and stuff. I think it's really frustrating for other teams that he's just kind of, like, out there laughing and stuff. (laughs) Like, I think it's a psychological mind fuck for some of these players.
0: Well, he does it intentionally. Where Brett Favre used to do that... And it was not intentional. Like, he was just so in the moment, and he would get so exuberant and jumping up on offensive linemen after yeah. touchdowns and all of that. And, like, opposing players hated it and loved it at the same time. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't like, continually hate him. But with Aaron Rodgers, he does it on purpose to mess with people. I can't, I can't wait to And see, that's amazing. I
1: can't wait to see the, the highlight after highlight of those Brett Favre moments and coming weeks as he gets <laughs> shrine,
0: So we can do that again. So, like, quick story. When he retired, like, fake retired, before he went to the Jets, um, I go home and, like, you remember Charles Crummel, right, when I lived with him? Charlie? yeah. I go home and he's laying on the couch watching the TV crying. <laughs> just tears streaming down his face. And I made all these jokes. I'm like, dude, he's not done. He's going to the Vikings. And you know we're going to do that. You
2: know what's funny is I went with my dad to the, uh, God, what would that have been, 2005 or something? 2004, 2005. It was the Packers versus the Seahawks. Last game of the season, they were playing Sean Alexander. Oh, in the Seahawks when he that set, was the Al
1: Harris game. When he, when he
2: set the record. Uh, we're going to get the ball and we're going to win. No, 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 it wasn't that game. That was, well, was 2003. Yeah. It was the last game of the season. The Packers were bad that year. No, it must have been 2006, because the next year is the year they did the whole run and got to the NFC Championship. Fuck that year. Fuck Eli Manning. Uh, but I remember thinking, like, man, I might be watching Brett Favre's last game. This is 2006. And then he ends up you know, <laughs> playing another, like, four or five years. You
1: know, that was, um, when he, when he fake retired and went to the Vikings, I think that was my, I, I mean, Super Bowl year aside... But that was that was my favorite time to be a Packers fan, just because I was in Eau Claire and there were so many Minnesota fans on campus, and Minnesota was also really good at the time with with Brett, obviously. Well, oh, they were better. Um, they were the better. Packers
0: were six and ten that year.
1: Well, the first year. Well, that, that five, oh, that. no, yeah, the no, year no, that no. he was at the Jets. The there two years where he was on the Vikings. The first or year. Really, yeah, the, first year the, first the first year. year, with, year with, with the first year. The first year Brett. 30. The Vikings were better than the Packers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The Metrodome miracle, where he was getting hit and just launched to the back of the end zone, and I can't remember who the no-name receiver that just put a tractor beam on the ball and brought it in.
1: Oh, I, I wish I could remember, but I can't. know I can't. But you
0: can't. Either. So Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, obviously. You could spend like an hour podcast just talking about Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre stories. We, are we should all just do one. Long. Brett Hundley. These here. weeks,
2: we'll just do an hour long Aaron Rodgers <laughs> <laughs> until our throats are sore. <laughs> Brett Hundley, like him. A lot. I mean, we're not going to see him. Well, if we do see him, then this year's
1: fucked. If, I like Brett Hundley a lot, but if he if he starts off where he where he left off last last <laughs> year's off season, I mean, I say last year's off season because after the off season was ended, we we never saw him again. Um, but if he can pick off or he pick up where he left off and continue to improve, um, he's he's gonna be a starter somewhere if yeah. not for the Packers.
0: Basically, this season, if any point in the fourth quarter of a game, if we're up by more than two scores. I'm gonna be pissed if Aaron Rodgers still goes out there to play and Brett Hundley isn't playing. And that's
1: the other thing: have we seen Brett Hundley play with the starters yet? He had all those ridiculous games in the preseason last year playing with backups. <laughs> yeah, what? he
2: could be—he could be like a good start. I mean, who knows? It's too early to say. I like
1: Tim coming out of. I'll be shocked UCLA. if he's not on a different team in a couple of years. I remember, so I remember saying that I wanted the the Packers to to spend a second. On him. I think they ended up. Snatch him in, like, the fifth.
0: Yeah, i in the fifth. So that's outstanding. Again, like, he was a young guy coming out. He was 20. He was, like, a true 21-year-old as a rookie. He's 22 right now, coming to his second season. That's a huge advantage. Like, Aaron Rodgers was in the same boat. He got to sit three years. And then when he became a starter after sitting for three years, he was still only 24. I mean,
1: anything can still happen with A-Rod. I mean, maybe, maybe with all the, the worry about CTE and everything, maybe... Maybe in a a couple of years or so, he decides he's got too much of a good thing going with Olivia Munn to keep. He's an
2: interesting guy. I can't really tell. You had to say Olivia Munn. (laughs) I wouldn't blame him, but (laughs) (laughs) he's an interesting guy. Where like I feel like there's a lot of things. uh, Whoops, that's unprofessional podcasting.
1: Put our phones on silent.
2: Uh, He seems like a really like introspective, intelligent guy where it wouldn't shock me if, you know, he's already won a Super Bowl, like, in a couple years, if he feels like he's done what he set out to do in the NFL, wouldn't shock, like, I don't think he's going to have the drive like Favre did where he's got to play it until he literally can't walk anymore. And then he loves football, I think he loves the Packers and all that shit, but it wouldn't shock me if he doesn't have that drive like Favre did to play until he's 40, you know what I mean? Well, he
1: also came, reported to camp this year, uh, According to Mike McCarthy, in the best shape that he's ever seen him. So obviously there's some kind of drive there. Apparently
2: he's doing a lot of yoga and he's borderline vegan now. Well, the, what that's do we? The, that's the report. What story. do we
1: think of his no cheese diet? Uh, do you think Do you think the Packers gods are going to look uh, unfavorably um, um, on the the franchise the Packers franchise quarterback I slurring like, off of dairy? It's definitely not a
2: fan favorite move. <laughs> I <I've> got nothing <laughs> morally against it. I have
0: no comment on the no cheese. Come um, on, Nick. Who cares? <laughs> I see your cheese hot take, bro. <laughs> that the, my, yeah, my cheese hot take is I don't care.
1: Do you think to be a, a, a franchise quarterback in the NFL, can you eat cheese? <laughs> <laughs> that does does qu- Tom Brady eat cheese? That is the question. Can
0: you eat cheese and still be the big cheese? Oh, if we were doing this live and okay. we were going
1: we were going to the phone lines right now, that's yeah. why i will be asking the callers. Cheese or not cheese?
0: Fortunately, we are not live, <laughs> and I'm not going to allow that to happen. Joel Callahan, D3 quarterback, threw for over 5,000 yards for Wesley last year. The next closest quarterback in yards in D3 last year threw for 3,800 yards. 1,200 yards less, and he did so in two more games. Um, I think it'll be interesting. I'd love to see him, if not make the, the roster, at least somehow get stashed and saved on the uh, practice squad. I, I'm i looking forward to seeing him play in the preseason just to see what he can do against NFL-level talent.
1: Well, you know who else killed records for, for his uh, respective team in college? This was D1. This is D one. How much three? You remember? You remember, you remember, right you remember, right? you remember? Case Keenum at like, Houston.
0: Uh, I don't want to think about it. Yeah.
1: So, what do you think? You, you think uh, he's gonna be better or worse than Case Keenum?
2: Is Case Keenum on the Rams now?
1: I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he they started had, a bunch of games for them
2: last yeah. year. I, I, well I think that they said that as of now he's the starter over oh Goff. God. I mean I'm sure Goff will get in there. And
1: but. yet they still sold out of their season ticket a lot. Of right course of they will, it's a <laughs> new
2: city, it's LA. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go watch Case Keenum. Yeah, you'll be able to watch Case Keenum and uh, Harden hard in like a week. Let's
1: see what he's all about. Yeah. I'm riveted.
0: Marquise, Marquise Williams, <laughs> fourth quarterback. Famously, not so famously. He's a
1: camp body.
0: Next. A camp body. He's, he's a
1: camp body. next. He's there he to throw. He scored a
0: seven on the wonderlic. <laughs> a seven. He's there Is to throw. True? Yes. I did not know that. Have you taken
2: the wonderlic? Yes, I have. You can be you dead have.
0: and asleep and get better. what did you get? Up? I got a thirty-five. Thirty-six. Okay. Wow. You won up. <laughs> I actually cheated <laughs> on one question and got a 37, so okay. I just count that as a loss. Okay. And I'm so
1: it doesn't it, so it doesn't have the same scoring parameters as the ACT because of 50 it's, is perfect. Oh, wonderlick
2: okay. is one of those things that like I think is really important for some positions, not overly important for some positions. For quarterback, it's fucking quarterback. Important. It's the most important. It's one. really
0: important to be smart in a quarterback, defensive line, and defensive back. Not for important linebackers, especially national. inside linebackers, need to know something. Yeah. But offensive line and quarterback, it's important. Offensive line, players routinely average the best.
1: So what's your hot take on Marquise Williams' Wonder League score? He was high. So my hot (laughs) take is, no, so there's like about 10 questions where you have to fill in an answer.
0: And the other 40 questions are multiple choice, and you have four choices. If you just go through and randomly answer those 40 questions, you should get a 10. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <Somewhere> <laughs> Not there. only
0: is he stupid, he's unlucky, or he just didn't try. Javon Walker's for a 7. Uh,
1: Somewhere the education system failed Marquise Williams. I remember Donald, for that, got I, a 7 back in the day.
2: Always,
0: okay. we always made he, Joseph was, he
2: was a serviceable <laughs>
1: tight end for several years <laughs> for the Packers.
2: Alright, so... Um, like, I think we spent more time on Marquise Lee than... Like, Marquise Marquise he's a Williams, camp body. He's there to
1: throw yeah. passes. I don't think the, I don't think the Packers
0: coaching staff are gonna spend this much time on Marquise no. Williams. <laughs> fullback. Aaron <Murkowski laughs> yeah, probably be the only fullback on the roster. Unless
1: the unless the Packers brass really do not like what they see in him, they will keep one they will keep one fullback. If not, they'll they'll call John Coon, who apparently is still living in Green Bay.
0: John Kuhn's not gonna go play for another team. I don't think, I think John Coon, I don't I think John done.
2: I've heard that he's, uh, I've heard some rumors that he's already getting uh, potentially involved with certain Wisconsin media outlets. I think I think Kuhn's done.
0: I would say most
2: likely, yeah. yeah. There's, I, there's I, still uh,
1: a chance that Rakowski doesn't, They like I said, the Packers don't like what they see in him, he gets hurt, okay, then why wouldn't they give Kuhn a call? Well,
2: yeah, that's true, well, because you don't need a fullback. I mean, you don't need one.
1: Well, look at. Well, if you, then you need you better go, tight
0: ends, and they don't have any tight ends. If you go so back you and full if you go
1: back and look at the Packers, you know the games that they played last year and the big the big moments. I mean, who was in the backfield standing next to Aaron Rodgers? Because they know that Coons not going to miss an assignment and pick up a blocker when he needs to. Yeah. That's why they had Kuhn.
2: They look. It's not a flashy position. There was. I feel like they've their offense has utilized fullbacks better than almost any offense in the league. Well, which because is to
0: say that they utilized them. Yeah, because there's only one
2: like, <laughs> I remember when uh, the Kuhn the would always get on the Pro Bowl team because there was literally only a handful of them to pick from.
1: But. Well, and, and people knew who John Kuhn was because exactly. the Packers were the ones that used him. I almost that.
0: want them to keep two because <laughs> Alstavis Squirewell is perhaps <laughs> the best NFL name that I have ever heard. And I know nothing else about him. Um, you don't know. Of,
1: you don't know about Altavis Squirewell. Alstavis, Are you kidding me?
2: Altavis Squirewell. He definitely sounds like a Game of Thrones. Favorite. He scored. He scored <laughs> a, <laughs> like he really. I does. heard he scored
1: a forty-five. On it's time.
0: probably something that takes at least two or three seasons to get killed, too. Yeah. <laughs> How Squirewell? Altavis <laughs> Squirewell? So running back. How about Joe Buck screaming
1: Squirewell? That game. it doesn't have the same. It ring, K-
2: instead of Coon, it'd be Squirewell, <laughs> and it definitely doesn't have Squirewell.
1: S- well. It
0: just doesn't have the same Janice ring coming from Joe Bud. I guess. running back Eddie Lacy. He's in apparently better shape. It looks like can I put in my uh,
2: my vote for nickname for him this year? <laughs> you know, uh, Eddie Lacy. What? So I feel like he's never had a good nickname, and he really should.
1: What about Fat Lacey? I thought that was like a yeah, good fat, fat Lacey's good. They're fat Lacey. People have been Lacey. trying to
2: push, like, the, the Lacey train or something for a couple of years. Never been a fan of that. So he worked out with the P90X guy this year. He did two Just, rounds of them. Two P90. rounds, yeah. So, if he busted out this year, I really want to call him E90X. I feel like
0: it's a really good <laughs> <solid laughs> for him. So i rather go ironic and call him Fast Eddie.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, James Starks, still on the team, solid player, good slasher. He'll
1: be the second if he stays healthy. Still like James Starks. Yep. Good
0: career. He'll be fine. I don't know any of these other guys. John Crockett. John Crockett
1: was on the team last year. And I don't, know, don't even
0: remember him. Maybe I was drunk all those games. You I, was, I know I was He had a couple games, plays, but he was...
1: Because remember, they kept that, uh, who was that, that Harris? They kept that Duan. Harris. Yeah, it was, yeah. No, it wasn't DeWan, It was a different guy that they kept last year instead of John Crockett. Because Crockett, Crockett was the the, the the guy that everybody knew who was undrafted. They kept this Harris guy instead. Yeah, Crockett was
2: like Perillo last year where every now and again he'd get the ball and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy.
1: But Harris was on the team as a third for a while. And then remember him and Lacey missed curfew together? Remember that? And they they cut Harris to to fire up Lacey. So then
0: that's when Crockett got got on the team. Pretty compelling. They have a couple of camp bodies, Brandon Burks and Brandon Ross, so there's the Brandons.
1: I mean, there's a chance one of them makes a team. You can't have two Brandons. I don't even know if you have one Brandon. John Crockett isn't anything to write home about either, so maybe one of those guys makes a team. I, I don't know much about the other guys, though. But the guy that's got the number... Placeholder for him right now is double zero, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that he's the brand and that makes it. <laughs> uh,
0: defensive line. Yeah, defense. Um, do you think Dayton Jones finally becomes. What website are you on right player? now that
1: they have Dayton Jones listed as a defensive end?
0: Because they start. They play him the a defensive end. No,
1: he to update you and, and America as well. Oh, America, okay, yeah. Dayton, Dayton Jones White came overshoot. into camp about 15 to 20 pounds lighter and they're going to play him outside. They're outside playing him line. at linebacker? Yes.
0: Well, that might actually work. I'm
1: really excited about the move because he's he was a playing very, at
0: 285 previously, he's, right? He
1: was, he was he, I think he didn't have the buy to play defensive end from the start. I'll be curious to see what the defense is. Maybe
0: he could be a 4-3 power end.
1: He but could. yeah, 3-4. But I think I think the well, move it'll... to outside linebacker to stand up is perfect for him. And he's done it before. If you've ever watched, if you've ever, watched, uh, if you ever noticed in some games where guys have gotten hurt, I'll never forget watching, uh, it was the Niners playoff game at Lambeau when uh, Kaepernick drove down and they got a game-winning field goal. Um, but I remember uh, in that game, there were so many linebackers that got hurt that that was when Dayton Jones was a rookie, and they stood him up and played him at linebacker. So he's done it. He's done it before. I think it's a natural move for him, and he lost a bunch of weight um, to play outside linebacker and rush the quarterback. So if there's a guy, if I want to put, if I want to come out right now and say there's a guy on here that's gonna have a breakout year that isn't a rookie. Um, I think Dayton Jones is the guy because not only are they
0: so your hot take breakout players, Dayton. Jones. I think
1: Dayton Jones. We might we might see more of him this year because he he like I said he lost a lot of weight to play outside linebacker. I think that that's what he's gonna. I think that's what he does best is is rush the passer. Even if he
2: didn't have like a breakout stud season, if he was just you know like pretty good, that'd be well. A huge it's a con- it's a contract year for him yeah. too. Yeah. Um, if he's just if he's true. just decent this year, that helps our defense a lot. I mean. So like
0: outside of that, so, so Mike Pinell, you
1: think it's gonna be a starting end? He's a he's your big space eater against the run. That's for sure. But he's 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 suspended. I can't remember if he's missing one games or four. I think it's four. Um, so he's gonna be missing a few games to start the year.
0: I'm gonna tell you, this defensive line looks pretty challenged to me.
1: Well it it all depends on what they get out of these rookies. They drafted Dean Candy Lowry and Dean Lowry. Lowry out of uh, Northwestern. He's a he's the same type of body that Dayton Jones is, so I'm not I'm not really expecting to m- he's a tall, wanky guy with long arms. <laughs> six um, six, two ninety six. Yeah.
0: So I mean, move. he's
1: got the prototype body to play defensive end in a 3-4. Um, but, I mean, what was he, like a fourth-round pick? Like,
0: and Kenny Clark is 6'3", 314 pounds. He's, the he's the guy a first-round pick. Do you think guy, he passes Guyan as your starting nose tackle?
1: He's the guy that everybody has said that is going to be replacing Raji to nose. Guyon's he's, not. He's Guyon's not a nose. Not a real. nose. He's a smaller better, guy. Yeah. He's he, apparently he's super quick, but
2: he's much smaller. Three
1: hundred and three pounds. three well, pounds. That's what you want. You want a short, squatty guy to play the nose. That's what Raji was. Um, but Guyon's not your nose. I mean, he's another rotational guy on the defensive line. Um, so
0: linebacker then. I mean, that's. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, Matthew. I guess we've got enough young players that there's going to be some turnover and maybe some of the young blooded <laughs> defensive line will. Give us something. A lot, like of people think, a lot
1: of people think that Brian Price, the undrafted guy there, number 90, 96, a lot of people think that Brian Price is going to come in and make some noise as a as an undrafted guy on the defensive line. Some, maybe he yells a lot.
0: Maybe. Um, linebacker, obviously, Clay Matthews, Julius Peppers. What does Julius Peppers have left in the tank? Think Funny. Played, yeah, I think he's, he's, a fr-
2: he's still a freak. He played good last year, man. Yeah, he had a really could. good season last year. And also, you know, you, talk, you just mentioned Clay. Uh, I don't think they're going to be you know, playing him in the middle.
1: You well, that's change. the plan, but you yeah. know, plan plans change. Plans get him out of the middle. Yeah. Plans yeah. change. Obviously, I mean, we've got they, Jake
0: Ryan and Carl Bradford. With what I'm looking at right now, listen in the middle, and we drafted Blake Martinez. I don't know. Well, they, they have they
1: have Carl Bradford on the. Oh, never mind. That's middle linebacker. No, <laughs> nah, Carl right, Bradford. He's, Carl he's, he's Bradford's not guy. making this team. I He's done nothing since he got here. So even when Sam Barrington comes off the pub? If he does. I I hope he does. If he does.
2: I just think we got a decent enough, uh, the tone, if he's, you know, better. uh, Do you put my head in Nick Perry? I like Mike Mike Daniels a lot. I feel like if we got uh, Peppers going on one side, uh, Clay on the other... You got good secondary. I feel like our defense could be really Nick
1: good. Nick Perry is really good when he's healthy. It's just he's never, he's never perfectly healthy. healthy. Yeah. He's always got something going on. If he's not if he's if he's not out of the lineup, he's in there wearing a club or something stupid like that. I remember
2: watching him last year too. He was one of those guys that I felt like statistically it didn't really do him justice when he was healthy. He was always where he needed to be. Like, he might not be getting, the, he might not be the guy getting the tackle or something like that, but he'd be, like, stopping a gap or, like, he'd be well, leading he's, somebody.
1: He's, he's your holding-the-point guy against the run. He's,
2: yeah.
1: He's, he's not going to...
2: Statistics didn't do him justice. For when he was good, I felt like he had the good instincts. He was in the right place. He was helping out a lot, which you need those players
1: on your defense. But then every now and then, he'd, he'd all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he'd have, like, a two-sack game and be like, where, where the hell did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he Carl Bradford's not making the team they've tried they've tried changing positions with him I think two or three times now he was the yeah he was the defensive end out of out of Arizona State that they drafted relatively high I think it was like he's like a fourth rounder or something. yeah uh, he's not gonna make the team I don't know why anyone's still talking about him um, in, Bradford. inside inside linebacker is is I think the biggest mystery on this team is who's going to come out and be... Because you don't know either one of those spots. Yeah. Jake Ryan played in spots last year. Remember, remember yeah, Nate Palmer? Almost, yeah. Nate Palmer, I think, after the season, did they just cut him right away? Like He played a bunch of meaningful snaps, and he's not on the team anymore. I'm really curious to see what Blake Martinez does. Everyone's really hot. Yeah, I know they're Martinez. talking about, I don't know anything about the guy, but I but just keep hearing things. The, the real practices don't start until they put the pads on. Yeah. We'll see what he does... Once they start these, you know they have these real it's a young practices. defense. Yeah. Sam Barrington, yeah, I know hopefully we got some old guys, but that's a young defense. Sam Barrington's still rehabbing. I think he had an ACL last year. Hopefully he comes back and he's the same guy, but you know you don't know that yet.
0: Well, continuing the young theme, the defensive backfield. I mean, you got Sam Shields is the old man, yeah, <laughs> and then you got Denarius Randall and Quentin Rollins who looked good as rookies last year. Yep. Morgan Burnett is another almost old man, a strong safety, but Ha Ha Clinton Dix—he seems to he seems to have gotten better. I don't know. He's coming into his own, and He's coming that, into his own. Okay. A lot of people really. The Brian think, Hot Take on Ha A lot Dix. of
1: people really think that uh, you know, barring injury, that the Morgan Burnett, Morgan Burnett and Ha Ha duo can be one of the, you know, they can be like a a Cam Chancellor. Uh, Earl Thomas type combo in the league; they can be that elite together. I, I that remains to be seen, but I feel better if Morgan Burnett had some wheels. But how, well, well, Morgan Burnett is your guy against the run. He's your, he's your strong safety. Yeah, I'm uh, that. But but there's something to be said about Ha Clinton Dix, where he has his best games in the playoffs. I mean, I think he's got in like two in two or three postseason games. He's got three picks. Man, that's it's unreal
2: with a with a defense this young I feel like every year of experience in the NFL is huge mm-hmm. and a defense like this can really like take a huge leap when it's this young like they were good last year they definitely made a bunch of strides but they were still making a lot of mistakes like if they really you know consistency is everything in the NFL I feel like they can make a huge leap this year and be a really good defense
1: they've got um getting back to the secondary um, I know that they were. Ex- I I saw they're experimenting today with Demarius Randall playing in the slot rather than the outside, um, and Quentin Rollins had taken Randall's position on the outside. Um, so we'll we'll see if, if that has any traction. I, Micah Hyde has traditionally played the the slot position. The nickelback, Micah yeah. Hyde. Um. So we'll we'll see if that if that goes anywhere. If they're Gonna be phasing Micah Hyde out for whatever reason, but then Ladarius Gunter was the was the kid out of Miami last year that made the team as an undrafted guy. You know, well, hopefully he can make some strides this year. Also, um, wearing wearing Nick Collins' old number number thirty six.
0: <laughs> Daniel Robertson was he on the practice squad last year?
1: Daniel Robinson. Robinson, I've never or heard Robinson of him before. Daniel. I got it backwards. He's probably a camp buy that they brought in.
0: Apparently, he was on the team last year. I don't, I don't remember him no, at all. It must have been practice. You know, Micah Hyde. He's in the mix for returning duties, punt returning duties. Do you think that goes anywhere? I'm okay with that. If
1: uh, the di- the, 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 the name that uh, me and a couple of my friends have coined for Micah Hyde, the dynamic Micah Hyde, I think. uh, <laughs> Um, unless, unless, <laughs> unless. <part of> that, <laughs>
0: I don't know why we, we started with that. I, I don't know why you did either. That's. Uh, I think it was more
1: of a joke than anything else. Cause, I, but, uh,
0: <laughs> if it was a joke, it was a half uh, decent one. I
1: think, uh, you know, unless somebody like like Aberderis, who they've they've messed around with returning punts before, unless he comes out and for a reason wins the job, it, it's probably gonna be Michael Hart. Or
0: he's on the sideline wearing a suit. Yeah. Um <clears throat> special teams, um Tim Mazday, obviously, Mason Crosby, obviously. Really nothing exciting there. People they really think- don't have like a real kick returner. I mean we got they're listening Janice, Hyde, Aberderis.
2: I'm, I'm excited to see Janice return some kicks. Like I I don't know. I mean why not? He's fast as hell. And he's a straight line
0: guy, he's not gonna make any moves.
1: Well, sometimes you just need a guy that can just go north and south. Yeah. He had some long ones last year where you thought for a second maybe he was going to break it and then, you know, he got taken out by a guy that.
2: I think he had one really long one that was taken back by a penalty. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. That's that's one of those bonus things. It's not essential to a team, but if you can get a guy, you know, I'd I'd rather have a home run guy for kick returning.
1: They've got that uh, Minnesota punter in camp that some people think might win the punting job over Mastey. I'd be fine with that's, that. That's I'm the only other guy, Peter Mortel. About. Yeah, that's the, He yeah, won like Big Ten Punter of the Year or some nonsense, but I don't know. That's, well, that's I like,
2: Maste, like, I feel like some people hate him. I'm not a fan of him, but like, he's not, obviously, he's a not distance dis-
1: punter when you look at the numbers. Well, he's not
2: a distance punter. Like, he's, an, he's an accurate. Yeah, player. he's not a power guy. No.
0: Um, but he's not a he's not a ginormous shanker. Well, he had some struggles. He's two no B.J.
1: Sander. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, on that note, uh, we're gonna conclude our discussion of the Packers depth chart. Hold on, well, I, I, I got I got one guys.
2: more question about. Okay, oh, one chart. more chart. Well, no, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on uh, on McCarthy. I know that's not a depth chart thing. Just general feelings on him as a coach. I think I feel like it's one of the more dividing things of Packer Nation.
1: I think it comes back on him. Um, I I don't think I'm the only Packer fan to say this, but you know, for for every year that you've got Rodgers and that he, his career's on the clock, I think every year you go without an appearance in the Super Bowl is a failure. And I, now now while I, I I say the word failure, I I don't think that because of that. Um, McCarthy should get fired, okay. but I think it's a tick against his legacy. Sherry's sure, won a ring with Rogers, but I don't think I'm the only one that that thinks that that there should there should be and there have to be more.
2: I completely agree with you. I think it's a fair argument to go. How the hell have we had Favre to Rogers and only got two Super Bowls out of it?
1: They've been they've been to one more, we, and we didn't seal the deal. So we're the
2: ultimate. I mean, we've been very, very good every year that Rodgers and McCarthy have been together. I mean, we were set, we were minutes away. We should have gone to the Super Bowl that freaking year. We lost to the
1: Seahawks. I don't like talking about that. Yeah, there's a lot. Of,
2: there's a lot of times like we're always good. It, it, it's really hard to get to the Super Bowl in the NFL. Now, I, so
1: I can't believe how many Packer fans there are out there that legitimately want. They legitimately want not only McCarthy, don't but they want Ted Thompson also fired. Capers, everybody knows that everybody wants Capers fired, but there's people out there that legitimately want, not just a few, a lot, that don't want McCarthy there, and they don't want Ted. And my my question to those people is always, all right, so you're going to get rid of Mike McCarthy, so who are you going to bring in that's going to be better?
2: See, okay, two things. First off, anyone who wants Ted Thompson fired is just dumb. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> he is amazing. Well, because he doesn't go out in free agency and get names. Dude, I don't care. There's nobody that... We're the best draft and develop team in the league. There, he's never fully missed on a draft, which is unheard of, since his tenure. Like, we've had we've had bad first-round picks. We've had bad second-round picks. We've had bad drafts. But we always get two or three players that are good players starting in the league for a couple of years. Player As far as McCarthy... I don't think he's a great coach. I don't think he's a bad coach, and I think your rationale is as good as anything is. Who are you going to get that's better? I don't I think mean, he's. I don't think he's Bill Belichick, but he's not. Who's who's the, the joke? Like he's not. Uh, what's his name? The San Francisco uh, Tom Sewell. the pizza Yeah, he's not Super Mario out <laughs> in San Francisco.
1: I think. Um yeah, it's 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 exactly that. And, I mean, the Packers had some pretty bad coaches before. You know, they sell <laughs> Before they sell, I mean, oh my God. Mike, Mike, Shurman, Mike Sherman. Mike Sherman, you know, for the success that he had, he was not a good coach. I mean,
2: <laughs> last I heard, he was coaching a losing high school football team in Texas.
0: Oh, and he's not still at Texas A and M. No, no,
2: he's been out of college. He retired like, and then that. started coaching a high school team. Like a, I'm sure it's. Just I a heard retirement fun in, thing. But the team
1: was losing, which is so embarrassing for a former NFL I heard he was in like Rhode Island, like coaching some high school team that they're not even like, they're like barely paying him. They're just like <laughs> doing it to do it. <laughs> He's
0: just trolling like all the parents that are super into it by <laughs> making them lose games. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what are your predictions for the regular season? Like, quick hot take. What, kind, what final
2: record, Brian? 12 4. Obviously, nineteen to zero. No, no. Uh, I think <laughs> regular season record. I would say here's the one thing that I got annoyed at is so on paper of strength of schedule thing, uh, the Packers got the easiest schedule for this year. Yeah. Doesn't matter. There's so much parity in the NFL. I know. There's so much How in the can NFL. you predict that? I, hate I know. I'm just saying that. That was the, the when the schedules came out. That was the storyline. And <laughs> when you look at our schedule, I think it's actually going to be a much tougher schedule. Like all these teams are trending upwards. Mm -hmm. We go, like, Jacksonville, we already talked about this a little bit before the podcast, I don't think they're going to be as good as some of these people think, but they're trending upwards. Uh, I think Jacksonville and the Raiders, I think, are
0: two teams that took significant steps forward last year, and based on the base that they're building, they're on their way to being good teams. Whether or not they make enough of an improvement now to be playoff teams, I... I don't know if I'll say that, but those are two teams... They're trending upwards, They're trending
2: upwards. I think the Vikings are definitely trending upwards. Like, the Falcons... uh, Or, not the Falcons. The Colts and the uh, uh, Cowboys, they both had their quarterbacks injured last year. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Titans... They're probably the easiest game we have on the schedule. But, you know, their second year, of who I think, Mariota I think, is a decent quarterback. I think that's a win. I'm just saying it's not like a gimme.
0: Mariota looks good. But that team's not real
2: deep. The Redskins <laughs> were a playoff team last year. The Eagles. Uh, Captain
1: Kirk. I, I love Captain Kirk Cousins.
2: Who knows who the, who the Texans are going to be next year. <laughs> Honestly, I think the worst, the like, one of the worst teams that are going to be this year is the Bears. I, I really don't see the Bears being good this year. I'm not just saying that as a Packer fan. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that to piss off my girlfriend
1: who's a who the Bears fan. Who do they have left? I mean, obviously, we have Flaming J.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Flaming J. I like that better than Smoking J.
0: Flaming Jay, <laughs> More like Flame Out J. Um, <clears throat> so, like, we've we got got, we have Jacksonville.
2: we got Elshon.
0: Winner loss. You didn't give
2: me a record before we. Got oh, here. Uh, pff. I'm gonna say eleven and five.
0: Eleven and five—that's yeah. about where I'm at right now. I don't I think like the defense is not good enough to be like a top tier team. That,
1: that's the problem—is that it all hinges on what a lot of rookies do. I think
0: twelve and four is a little aggressive. I'm in the ten and six. To yeah, you asked for a hot take,
1: and then you waited until the end to give your opinion. So. Well,
0: I was gonna say ten and six, but. Like, <laughs> Not going to be very. Our popular. glowing
1: optimism just. After how
0: passionate you were with what you like, we just talking about before. I didn't want to rain on your parade with a bad record. So Jay I it's a winner or loss. Like you said, they're trending up for it. You know,
2: one of the weirdest yeah. things to me is, and this is off topic, but we have four night games. Green,
1: is Green Bay that Packers. Packers that, man.
2: I know that just seems like. A lot. But
1: how many of them are like the bogus Thursday night games? I think we only
2: have one Thursday night game this year four is that's about my for I think packers that's the one seven. I think
1: that's the one where they're making them come up with a ridiculous the the color what's the, what's the, what oh, the color rush the color rush yeah, yeah. they're making the packers wear those Yeah, and, I know. It's the it's I, the do you don't want to get me on a tangent talking about those Those, those are out of resale. Vikings. when it's out. The second game is out of Minnesota. It's a new stadium, so it's an away game for both teams. We'll split the Vikings Okay. Year. I'm going to say lost. Get out of here. They never, they never played in that monstrosity of a stadium before. How do they have a home field advantage yet there? that They're sleeping in not their, not their own beds. <laughs> but it's not the Metrodome. so They're sleeping in their you know own the, You have a home advantage because the crowd crowd's, crowds <laughs> on their, Yeah, crowd's <laughs> on your side. the yeah, crowd's on your side, yeah. So, okay, so you think they go? all right, whatever.
2: I'm just going to say because I think that they're going to split it with the Vikings this year. I'm going to go with them winning at home. I just That's what I'm going with. So they'll start off one and one The Lions, do going I need to
0: ask?
1: The Lions who win.
0: So I agree with you, the one-on-one. On one. I think they lose.
1: I think they two. might split it
2: with the Lions, too. Hey,
1: the, Vi- the Packers. The, the Packers? Lions are so bad. Do we need, do we Look, need to I bring Look, I need to get
2: to five losses if I'm saying 11. And
1: the five. Packers lost all their divisional games at home last year.
2: Yeah. Do I need to say Crazy. I well
0: I mean that was just weird. Giants Win. Tough game. I'm gonna go with win for that. I'm going loss. I think the Giants are going to have a nice resurgence. The Cowboys at home. Say loss. Yeah,
1: they'll lose the Cowboys.
0: At home, the Cowboys? Yeah. Interesting. I I will agree. I'm I'm at two and three right now. Me too. I mean it's kinda rough. At the Falcons When? When Falcons are kind of a dumpster fire. Indianapolis Colts at home, November sixth. Win. Win. you
1: yeah, say that so fast. Andrew Luck's I, not that good. I'm not I think so. Really I like I just don't like
0: the Colts. You think the Colts are weak?
2: I don't think they're weak. I just look some of these things. I'm, okay, I guess if you're asking me, which I think that they're a better team than some of these. Like I said, they're going to lose to the Vikings and the Lions. I think that they're going to. They're better. They're a better team than those things. It's just football is weird sometimes. Who really I said attention? before we started this thing, eleven and five. So I have to get the five losses. Okay. Who, Why, they, who they catching loss?
1: The football for the Colts right now? Uh, what's his name? T. They got they, Hilton? they got Garcon and.
2: No, Garcon's still? on the
1: Redskins. Are oh, you still a Redskin.
2: They right. got they got they, they got so Ty the Hilton.
1: Who else? Uh, I
2: don't know if he retired, but Andre Johnson. Uh, he he didn't do anything for them. No, he didn't do a goddamn thing.
0: He has to do. Yeah, it's over. They're not real good. So right now I'm at three and four. So this is Tennessee Titans. When, when, when. Washington Redskins again on the
2: road. Tie. No. <laughs> a tie. Wow. Wait, so this, <laughs> this is, no, win, this win. is the,
1: the big revenge spot for Captain Kirk. Yeah. It could be tougher than, than we think. <laughs> I'm seeing I am I don't game
2: think game. it'll be easy, but I'm just going to say that. So at the Philadelphia
0: Dumpster Fires, I mean the Eagles. Win. Uh really?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they'll win that game. <laughs>
0: Houston, Houston Texans.
1: I think that could be a loss.
2: I think that's gonna be my other loss. So that puts me at four, I think.
0: Texans. Yeah, I don't know. I think that defense would give them trouble. Yeah. And I don't know. They I think last up, year was league, I think they're a better team than that. It depends on if
2: Watch healthy because you he might not be you might not be starting the season.
0: Hosting the Seahawks December eleventh. Wait, when? I'm
2: not gonna say that they lose the Seahawks
1: fuck the Seahawks. <laughs>
0: I I think they're gonna lose
2: that game. And then they got three divisional lost or games and in a row. Three <laughs> divisional <laughs> losses. Or, sorry. Chicago
0: Bar- Bears, Chicago Bears, very good. Chicago we'll Bears. One of those, Minnesota that's Vikings, that. Detroit Lions. I think they win out all three of those games, and that's how I get my ten and
1: six. Well, no, they're gonna have. I think before those last two divisional games, the Packers will have the division in hand. They're gonna rest their starters, and they'll lose both those games. For me, get twelve and four. Book it. <laughs> right it down. You think they're
0: going, they're 12-2 going into those last two games.
1: That's what I had so far. With, you with are a homer, on, my child. You're putting me on the, on An the spot An absolute man. A homer. I know.
2: Football oh, is weird, man. This, this is what I'm saying. Like Do some we, of these ones that you're just like writing off as like, oh, they'll win that. They'll lose one mind. of those games, and then they'll beat something. I think they're going to be seven and
0: six going into the last three games.
1: Keep in mind, we're going through this schedule without even knowing who's on the team yet. They had their first camp practice. Obviously, yeah, the that's why it gets more. <laughs> <laughs> Once the games are
0: played, we'll know who won and lost. Then it's going to be really uninteresting
2: to predict For we all,
1: for all we know, by by week sixteen, they're going to have Squirewell as their starting fullback I mean, we don't know what's gonna happen you mean that'll be a uh, Pro ball Squire will by then <laughs> and your boy <laughs> mark It's gonna, gonna be thrown it's gonna be slinging the rock his
2: name just has to be seven from here on out. So real quick, and I don't think we need to spend a ton of time on this, but can you pull up like the divisions or whatever? I just want a quick run through. We could all go around and just say who you think is going to win. We don't got to give rationale or anything like that.
1: I think it's a complete and utter failure if the Packers don't win the division this year. I think like it is every year with, with how bad this division has been. I would say <clears throat> nothing's ever a
2: failure if you get in the playoffs. I would expect them to win. I think the Vikings are going to be good. I don't Come on, th-
1: they still got Teddy Two Gloves as their quarterback. You're Teddy really, Brosa. Teddy You really Teddy think is, is, you really Teddy,
2: think Teddy two Gloves is any good? I think he's okay. I don't he's think he's as guy. good as people think and I don't think he's as bad as people think cuz people really don't on him Quarterback, quarterback
0: is a position that takes five it takes 5 years to really learn how to play quarterback. I was bummed when
2: they drafted him, man. I like Teddy uh, Teddy Gosevelt.
0: I, I do as well. Um, <laughs> I think the Vikings win the division again.
2: No. So you're saying the Packers <laughs> get the wild card? Or they miss?
0: I don't. Um, I'm guessing they'll get another wild card. I'm, the the I'm just. I'm not. I'm not sold on the defense. It's too young. They could. Uh, some of these young guys could turn out to be better than what we've had. They could be better, but so you I'm think, still not so sold. So you think
1: they take a step backwards? Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Looking well. At it's, they were 10-6 and six last year. I think if the defense is as good as they were last year, the offense will be well, If the receivers better. stay healthy, they
0: should be better. But The
1: defense was
0: decent last I'm year. I'm unsold. I'm unsold. I think what, the defense is going to be There were
1: worse. games where the offense did absolutely nothing, and the defense kept them in the game. Man, you look at this. You look at the That's NFC right now. That is going to be
2: a tight playoff race. I think it's going to be almost the exact same teams in, except I put the count. So right now... Who made it last year? The Rams, the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Packers, and the Panthers. I Man. think
1: the Buccaneers are a surprise team in the South. You think that they're going to in the
2: South? They're in gonna the They're going to go forward?
1: I don't think they're going to beat the Panthers out, but I think I think they're a team that can definitely contend for a wild card.
0: You think Fucker Ryan the pussy is going to lead them <laughs> in, through the playoffs? I would. He,
1: I would he's, totally he's really agree good. with you. The playoffs. I would
2: totally agree with you, except he, he's for, a
1: legitimate franchise. I can't quarterback, stand
0: I Jamil Winston. I want to say the Saints get their
2: act back together again. The Saints Doesn't are a, mess. Mess. The Saints are a mess. mess.
1: The Saints are a complete
2: Here's my mess. one argument about the Buccaneers. When you're looking at this playoff thing, who is getting bounced for that playoff spot? Because okay, Look, Cardinals, I think the Cowboys are going to end up being good this year. Cardinals and the Redskins. The Cardinals
1: take a step back this oh, year. Car- oh, sure. I think the Cardinals are going to be good this year. No. They're going to take a step back. No, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors that are no, going right. on. Um, the Cardinals are going
2: to be good. I think there's you a
1: think chance, that they're not going to make the playoffs. I think right. there's also a chance the Seahawks aren't as good as they've been. Well, let's go. Let's go
0: division by division. NFC South: Panthers, Falcons, Saints, Buccaneers. The say Panthers.
1: It's got to be the Panthers. Saints. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so I'm not listening to a thing you say going forward. Okay.
2: Hey. hey, it's on audio. We'll we'll, we'll convene back we'll, in uh, like, a
0: couple months. <laughs> I'm just. I'm not a Superman guy. Um NFC West, Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams, 49ers. Oh, Cardinals, man.
1: Just, uh, I really like Seahawks.
0: Cardinals. Seahawks is the correct answer. Um, NFC East, the NFC least. Redskins, Eagles, Giants, Cowboys. Cowboys. You both just said Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Giants. AFC South, Texans, Colts, Jaguars, Titans. Give me the Texans.
1: Plus the points.
2: <laughs> um, Probably, uh, I don't know. That's such a weird division. I could see literally almost anyone besides the Titans winning it. Probably the Colts, maybe the Texans. Outside, dark horse shot of the Jags.
1: If Brock like, is worth half like, the money that the Texans paid him, I think the Texans
2: yeah, could be a Texans
1: playoff
0: too. team. I think yeah, Colts. No. Uh, oh, Brock. I don't know. I am, Colts are probably the smartest pick, but man. I'm
1: not sold on Andrew Luck.
0: I'm liking, I'm the, liking the Texans. He's the highest player in the
1: league, but I, I don't think he's that good.
0: Colts. AFC, uh, the Texans, I think, are going to be a wildcard team. AFC North, Bengals, Steelers, Ravens,
2: Browns. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go on I would go Steelers, but I don't know man. Martavius Bryant's out the whole year. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's gonna be out four games. Did Martavis get
1: suspended the whole year? Is that yeah. what happened to him? Yeah, he,
2: he had the Josh Gordon treatment. Jeez. Um, Le'Veon Bell's gonna be out for Who knows four when games. He's be back? I mean not that those are like, you know, they did alright with him out without him last year, but like I don't I just feel like the Bengals are they're good. They're, they're good at everything. They're one of those teams that, like, they don't really have any weak points. They might not be the best. They might not have the most explosive quarterback, the explosive whatever, but, like, I mean, they do have A.J. Green, but they're just good at everything. I think they're a very 98 Falcons team. I'm not
0: sold on the Gingerback. Ravens bounce back. Flacco You're picking is a Ravens? real quarterback. Here. All right, so
1: we've, wow. uh, we've got a Saints pick and we've got a Ravens pick so right. far. I, I got the Bengals. I we're, we're talking about next
0: year, not last year. Yeah. AFC West, Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. Chiefs. I think this is perhaps... Don't think, don't
1: blink.
2: This is perhaps the the best division in football. (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to be my Saints pick. Uh, I'm going to say the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to have a huge jump back here. They had so many injuries last year. They
1: still haven't signed their first-round pick, Joey Bosa, yet. Going to camp, their first rounder remains unsigned. Worth noting.
2: Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I just... I, I love Phillip Rivers. Uh, I think the Broncos are obviously not going to be what they were. Uh, the Chiefs, I think, are really good, but I just never thought they were great. The Raiders, I think, are going to make big steps here. I just think, for some reason, the Chargers are going to have a big year. With,
1: with Denver shitting the bed as far as their quarterback... Oh, with As far as their quarterback uh, situation going forward, I think the division is definitely up for grabs. And I could... I could theoretically see any four of those teams winning.
2: It. Agreed. No t- uh, this is one that I would put no money on. Like, if I was a betting man, I would be afraid to bet on any four of these. I
1: think Derek. I think Derek Carr is a legitimate franchise quarterback. I think the Raiders finally hit on something there. Um, Cleo Mack is one of the best pass rushers in football. He's a beast, dude.
0: My opinion: The Broncos are the only losing team in the AMC West,
2: and the Raiders win it at eleven and five. I think it's a... That's a mechanically that As likely as anything prediction. I think my Chargers pick might be the dumbest thing I've said so far this podcast. <laughs> I just, for some reason, winning it is probably a huge stretch. I don't think that they're a 4-12 team. They had so many injuries. Last they're two,
1: they're last still two. reeling from that first-round Melvin Gordon pick. I just think, year. look, I think... He take, was so bad. Yeah. He was so their bad. Their whole line,
2: though, was decimated. Like, here's here's the thing. The reason not why I think the Chargers is I generally think a good quarterback gives you the edge and as much as I think Derek Carr is an up and coming and will be the best quarterback in that division I think Philip Rivers is the best one if this
0: was a competition to throw for the most yards I would agree with you but football is about winning
2: games yeah, I'm also biased because he's on my fantasy
0: team. AFC East Patriots Jets Bills Dolphins not um, the best division but perhaps the most
2: interesting well I don't care that Tom Brady Brady's missing four years uh, or four games <laughs> four, four years, years. Uh, they still come back. They haven't won. They've they've not won the division once in I think fourteen years until that, that happens. That was when the
1: Jets were really good too.
2: That was with uh, Matt Castle, and they still went eleven and five and missed the playoffs that year. So, until uh, they don't win the division with Brady, I'm going to pick the Patriots
1: every single year. What was the year where the Jets the Jets beat the Patriots to win the division? Or maybe it wasn't even for that, but they beat the Patriots and then they were they were backflipping on the field. They were so nervous. So I think bad. that was the Matt Cassidy.
2: <laughs> so I think the
0: Jets are gonna be terrible. I'm not playing well, the you know, Rex Ryan,
1: so classy. They're gonna bring back Fitzpatrick. I, I I don't see a situation where he doesn't come back to the Jets.
0: Fitzpatrick who I will note on the Wonderlick scored. At forty-eighth. He's he's a
1: Harvard man though.
0: That is that is not even like Harvard good. That is the top 99.99th ninth percentile. And not only that is the
1: highest score ever?
0: For a football player. Not yeah. only not yeah.
1: only that, but he also has one of the best beards in football. From the quarterback position. Something to be said for that also. I would say any position. There's very few. I mean No, I mean I mean I'm, I'm brother, saying that he's got that going for him. As a quarterback, I'm okay. not aware of a player that's
0: ever thrown a touchdown pass with their beard. Well, that's just because you don't know football. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't not go Patriots, but I'll pick the Patriots. Every I time. like the Bills, but I think there's an outside chance that they can contend for a wild card kind of spot. How many then.
1: high-priced free agents did the Dolphins sign this offseason? A team that's just being run into not enough balls. to make the playoffs. That's another team that's just being run into ground in into <laughs> the ground also. They keep throwing yeah. all their money at every free agent they can possibly The, the Brady
2: buy. Belichick era I think will go down as one of the most impressive runs in sports
1: history. I think the Bills I think the Bills are gonna are gonna challenge them again this year. They they still have a really good defense. I like the Bills. I like the Bills a lot. Um but it's it's I, I just it's impossible for me not to go Patriots. Yeah, I, I
2: really like the Jets and I like the Bills. It's just I just can't it just seems foolish to pick against the Patriots. They just seem to always figure out a way to do it. Maybe okay. Well. So uh, this pretty much
0: concludes our uh, sports podcast for Milwaukee Logic this week. Um, I think it'll be interesting in 23 weeks to go back and look at our predictions.
1: Are we going to uh, pick playoff teams or no?
2: I mean, we just pick division. No, we just pick division. division That'll be fine. So will good enough for now. You want to just quick, uh, just as long as we're on a record and we can go back to it before the season starts, just pick a Super Bowl matchup? That's not a bad idea. Oh,
0: man. A Super Bowl matchup. I'm going to go first on this. All right. I am going to say... And <laughs> the Packers are gonna struggle all season. Well, Get hot at the final Saints, three games. Packers Colts.
1: You really <laughs> like it's Andrew Luck and the Colts. He's a good quarterback. You're nuts. All right, what do you got? You want me to go next. Yeah. Well I'm gonna stick with my homer theme here, and I'm gonna pick the Packers coming out of the NFC. Um well,
0: you're certainly not going to pick them out of the AFC. No, I
1: think uh, I think an AFC team will definitely come out of the AFC this year. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's been bold, bold. Give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Bold you choice. didn't pick
0: them to win the division, so you probably won't. Well, I didn't pick the Packers to win the division. If, if
1: the Bengals weren't the Bengals, I'd, I'd say that, that they would be a, a hot take do to it, make do it, it far. Do it. But I just, I can't. I can't Ginger pick, back for Super Bowl. Do I it. can't pick the Bengals. Scroll up on there oh. a little bit. Need some more inspiration. <laughs> um Yeah, give me give me the give me the Raiders, why not? Packers Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders Even though I picked the Chiefs to, to come out of that division. Boringly
2: I'm gonna obviously have to If, if I wasn't gonna pick the Packers, which I am.
1: So if you were not
2: gonna, if I was not gonna pick the Packers, I'd pick the Cardinals to go to the uh, Super Bowl. I really like the Cardinals, but I'm gonna pick the Packers. I think their defense is good. For the record, if I wasn't picking the Packers, I'd pick the Seahawks. Fair enough. Um, and again, just because God, I hate the. Seahawks. If I'm a betting man, it just seems God, to always I happen. Happens. I gotta pick the Patriots, and selfishly, I really want to see a rodgers Brady Super Bowl. I just feel like. Every year, this is the most boring pick ever. But it, every year, people pick the Packers Patriots, and it has yeah. yet to happen.
1: I can't. Uh, I can't figure out which thing about the Seahawks I hate more—the Seahawks as a team, or the twelfth man, or just uh, just
0: the Legion of Boom,
2: just Russell Wilson himself. I can't stand Russell Wilson.
1: I He's, know the the I know. I, He's the worst. He's the worst person in sports. Friends, he is not the worst. He the is worst the worst.
2: worst. And this will conclude our <laughs> football
0: kind of podcast. The worst thing about the Seattle Seahawks is Pete Carroll. All right, I'm not going to disagree.